Ladies and gentlemen, welcome or welcome back to the JKWD podcast. Fall is in full effect. Thanksgiving is coming up. That's what we're going to talk about today. Thanks and giving all that stuff. Kelvin, how you doing? I'm good. I have delayed this podcast for hours talking about random things that pop into my head as we go around and you just been laughing at me and, and having fun, but it's good. Um, I'm alive. I'm, I'm walking. I'm talking. I made chili last week. Eh, I got nothing to complain about. We're talking about. How's that? How about you? Yeah, well, I owe y'all a race report. Um, as of this recording, the race was six days ago. Uh, it'll be a while before you hear this, I think. But uh, it was cold and windy and raining. And it got done. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> nobody was setting any course records. Nobody was... Maybe a few people set personal bests because it was their first time doing one of these. <laughs> but I wound up buying an extra outer layer and I wore two layers of pajamas that I hadn't intended to wear during the race. So I was all better. But the, uh, the temperature, so the weather from like 10 days out was... 48 degrees at start time, 65 for a high, maybe a 30% chance of rain the day before. By the time race day showed up, it was, I got out to the start line, it was 44, felt like 37, with Mm. drenching rains and wind gusts over 20 miles an hour. They canceled the full marathon. Some of the parts of the extended course were under too much water to uh, actually be safe to run. Wow. And But still, something on the order of 6,700 of us went out for the half marathon. And, and it, yeah, it's, it was still fun. It's still a good time to have a bunch of people run in and cheering each other on and they always have a Forrest Gump impersonator <laughs> out there. Yeah. You know, Forrest Gump was shot here in Savannah and we run right by the square where the bus stop was, ah. and, you know, the church where the feather floated down. It was a good time. And then we went out for uh, lots of drinks to warm us up. Yeah, I was want to. I want to revisit this sixty-seven hundred people. Yeah, line. How the heck does one keep track of sixty-seven hundred people? What do you mean keep track? Everybody wears. <laughs> everybody pins a bib to their outfit, and they put a little tracker on the back. Uh, so as long as you stay on course, you're running over the things that respond to the trackers and it kicks you your time like six times throughout the race, 6,700 trackers. So 6,700 people, 6,700 people cross the start line and the finish line. Amazing. 
so there were more people who did who probably didn't finish and there were some people who decided not to start got it wow bless you my son glad you finished it proud of you yeah thanks so i have the bridge run here in savannah coming up that's a split 15k which is interesting because you you run a 5k and then you wait like depending on your finish time you wait like 20 to 30 minutes or 20 to 45 minutes and and then you start the 10k but we have we have a bridge that spans the savannah river from you know, georgia into south carolina we don't go all the way into south carolina but we cross onto onto an island here mm-hmm. you know, where the convention center is actually we do it the other way. We start at the convention center, we cross into the city proper, and then that's that's 5K, and then we do it the other way around. We go from the city over to the convention center and back to the city for the 10K. Wow. So we actually cross this bridge three times. It's the only hill in the city. There's no way to train for this unless you either run over this bridge, which doesn't have a running lane, or you... You know, people will run in the parking garages. Wow. Because those are, those are hills. Those ramps are, those Uh, ramps are pretty steady inclines, but, but it's beautiful. You get up to the top and you stop and you take pictures and, you know, you can see a bunch of the city and you can see Hutchinson Island and you can see down the port. Cool. You can nice view of the river and hopefully it'll be a nice sunny day and, or you know, at least a bright, cloudy day. Is this gonna? Uh, this is gonna be when? This is gonna be early December. Good luck. And then, of course, your early December is probably gonna be way different than mine. Yeah, yeah. No, you, won't, <laughs> you won't have to worry about snow. You know, the worst. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't pick a worst case scenario because we just. Yeah. Okay. So don't. Yeah. Don't a, do that. Don't do that to yourself. But the most likely probability is it's gonna be around between 45 and 50 degrees when we start like it'll okay. be nice it'll be a nice day for a run cool well good luck on I that. Got the charleston half marathon martin luther king day weekend and then the myrtle beach half marathon in march man you got a busy year yeah well i have this problem that i keep doing the this race that i just did and then quitting for eight months and i so I figured if I just kept signing up for stuff that I wouldn't have a chance to quit. Got it. Because I got to be ready for the next thing. Well, in your honor, I'm going to continue to renew my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can drive continuously. <laughs> I have to do that next year. Got it. We can do an eight year. We have eight year renewals here, which is nice. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. You have the option to do, I don't know, what is it, four or five? Or you can do eight. As I thought, I thought mine was 10 here, but I don't remember anymore. I just think you, call you me don't get a discount for doing the more years. So if you, you know, it just, you get the convenience of not having to do it more frequently. Got it. You can, if you can pay the extra, you know, 60 bucks or whatever. Got it. Sounds good. Anyway, well, that's probably the longest intro we've had in, I don't know, five, six years. 
It's Thanksgiving coming up. Yes, it is. And you, uh, you can see family this year. I know you've been down there a couple of times. We're we're uh, we're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it looks like it's going to be. It's planned to be at my at my uh, oldest sister's house, which is formerly known as Mom's house. And uh, we're playing. We're planning to go down for that. My son, uh, my baby boy, who has his own family and lives here, is going to be having his own celebration. His their own doing things, and I'm I'm that was kind of cool. But he plans to join us for Christmas, so that that'll be a okay. that'll be a good thing. This is a this will be him and his his new family and his new baby and 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 look at it, just out there in-laws. asserting his independence and such. <laughs> How dare a thirty seven year old do that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be a nice uh, should be a nice reunion after all the stuff that's been going on and. Uh, Luckily, knock, 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 knock. No, none of us have actually had a personal bout with COVID, and uh, I haven't heard any complaints lately. So it should be a fun time. It's been a while since we've all been together, just doing that where somebody hadn't died before. <laughs> so, so yeah, gonna be hanging out with them in Maryland. Okay, you know, we'll be probably up at my parents in Charleston, like we usually are. You know, growing up, my parents always did the did the you know, Thanksgiving meal, and we'd have all the uncles and aunts and grandparents and everybody and cousins come out, and sometimes we'd have 24, 25 people. Uh, now that kind of only our branch of the family is down here, although you know we've picked up a. Yeah, a couple of spouses and some kids along the way, you know, it's growing and they got some friends who will probably join us, but won't be anywhere near the, won't be anywhere near the, you know, 20 something we grew up with. Yeah. That used to be a good way to get rid of the cousins, boyfriends too. To have, <laughs> have them come to Thanksgiving uh-huh. and then they wouldn't get to eat because they'd be too shy to speak up and ask for anything. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. Train him in a way he should go. <laughs> That's it. Like, if you don't think, if you can't eat with all this food on the table, how do you think it's going to be, you know, when you're in a house alone? <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, we had uh, one of my exes, because um, my family, we kind of grew up all talking at the same time. And uh, 
the, the basic rule was whichever one took a breath first and the next one just slide right into the to the line there. And I had to I had to explain that to, to one of them. Oh, they don't like me. They don't let me talk. No, you, they don't let each other talk. You just you just claim your spot and go. <laughs> and that's and that's wonderful. So she eventually figured it out. <laughs> Life's good. Yeah, but I like to. It's a common tradition, I think, for families to either you know, go around the table and say what they're thankful for or say they're going to do that. <laughs> but I've been spending this time – well, I've been spending time this year in general, I think, doing more of that, just trying to step outside into the quiet at night and you know, looking up at the – at the stars and the moon and going, I see what you did there. Thanks for that. And I find a feeling of peace in it. Yeah. We went to the beach yesterday. I'd been feeling overwhelmed lately and it's too cold to get in the water or anything, but you know, to look out over the vastness of the ocean and just, you take a minute and you be thankful for, you know, standing on solid ground and, and being able to inhale the clean air and you know, look at all the stuff going on offshore. You know, people paddle boarding and you know, boats going this way and that way you know, that we can see from the shore and all that kind of stuff. And just, just taking a moment and that pause generally brings me peace. How about you? I um, I haven't made it down to the water and stuff in a long time. Although we have a little Onondaga Lake here, um, I, you know, I generally have just a peaceful, grateful day. I mean, uh, every morning I wake up, and that's always a high point in my day. You know. <laughs> Look, I can get out of bed now because I'm alive and everything's working. Um, How do you keep that gratitude for such a seemingly benign act? Um, I don't know. I guess I like breathing. Uh, you know, I mean, I've studied gratitude for a long time. I'm grateful for a lot of things. And I just, you know, I keep telling people I'm not going to die. Well, not till I'm 156. And every day, you know, every every, every next day I'm still here and life is good. Um, you know, it's okay. I haven't had any particular, it's just, I guess it's deliberate. I made a, I made a, um, I guess I made a decision at some time. Because, you know, you know, I write my vitamin K's and every once in a while I say happy Monday. <laughs> And, and like, you know, be grateful for this money because like somebody somewhere didn't make it back, you know? So I'm, st I still, I'm still alive. I still have the opportunity to contribute. Um, I, I help other people feel better or feel good when they're, when they're not some days I'm better at it than others. Luckily for me, I'm in great health and you know, I don't have any significant 
problems. And and I like to say these days that there's nothing wrong in my life that's not my fault. So since there's nothing wrong in my life that's not my fault, I got nobody to blame for it. So I don't have to be mad at anybody. It's just me. So that's just my, over time, I've just developed that mindset, that thought. And the fact that I'm up moving around on my own power and breathing is okay. And I, I really don't have much explanation for it beyond that. You know, I know a lot of people. A lot of people know me. You know, I've got good friends. Sometimes we communicate, sometimes we don't. Um, I don't know. Just I'm just happy to be alive. Yeah, I think that's a good attitude to have and one that's difficult to come by. I think there are a lot of people who take that for granted until they get a glimpse of their own mortality. Yeah. Or get a real dose of it. Or, 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 you know, watch somebody else who, who isn't. I, yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I think watching somebody else have a problem is a glimpse of their own mortality and yeah. getting a dose of it and you know, having a, having a heart attack, having a stroke and you know, it's a whole different sign to. Yeah. And then, you know, every time I have the opportunity to make somebody else feel better. I mean, when somebody tells me that I made a difference in their life or that, you know, they're feeling better because they talked to me. I mean, that's a win for me. That's a real win for me. And and, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, I don't take credit necessarily for it. You know, it's not like I'm out there trolling for somebody to tell me I made them feel better. But when it happens, I'm okay with that. And that's that's part of my that's part of my thing on the planet. You know, I, I think I'm here to to uh, make people feel better about life and themselves. And as long as I'm doing that, I'm I'm pretty happy. I also yeah. associate with a lot of people who maintain an attitude like that. So it's easy it's easy upkeep. I generally um, discharge grumpy people from my existence or at least distance myself from them. So I don't even have to battle with those, with those decisions. You know. So that's me. Good. Yeah. That getting rid of grumpy people. Yeah. But I kept you. Yeah. Although I think <laughs> if I may say so myself, I'm considerably less grumpy these days than yeah, considerably less. Yeah, I think Marlena had something to do with that. I will get on a rant, but that doesn't make me grumpy. Yeah, I used to. I used to grump my way through my days. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 had some of those. Now I I I haven't actually experienced a full day of you grumping your way through, but I've no no I don't think you would have I don't think you would have bothered to. Uh, <laughs> I've, 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 I've muddled through a couple of hours of it from time to time, but, uh, but generally speaking, no, no, you've been good. So yeah, you are better than you used to be. You were smiling more consistently than you used to. And I, I, I don't know if that's an intentional act or just life has progressed in a way that has made you feel more joy on a, on a daily basis. Well, I think life and health, you know, 
I know that this sounds preachy and a lot of people, you know, preach like this, but you don't know until you're getting some exercise and eating well, mm-hmm. you don't know that you felt like crap. <laughs> well, there is, there is probably for that. most of your life. Yeah. I was watching a show on Hulu called the next thing you eat, mm-hmm. which is a little mini documentary series done by David Chang, who's a chef with some pretty famous restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I did an episode on breakfast. I mean, he's, he's Korean American and you know, the show opens with like breakfast cereal. You know, the, one of the episodes opens like, mm-hmm. why are we eating this stuff for breakfast? Well, it turns out that you, you've heard the phrase breakfast is the most important meal a day. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time this appears is in a magazine, a magazine published by one, Mr. Kellogg, mm-hmm. who, you know, name name I recognize. Familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and he invented cornflakes first breakfast cereal. He invented cornflakes because he thought it would diminish the sexual drive of teenage boys. You know, he thought that a bland grain based breakfast food mm-hmm. would keep teenage boys from masturbating. And of course, the reason that teenage boys have such a high sexual drive is because when we developed as humans, you know, thousands of years ago, if we wanted to reproduce, that's when we started. That's when we started doing it, right? By the <laughs> by, the time we were thirty-five, forty, nature had no interest in us reproducing anymore. You know, we were too old for that stuff. The the nature wanted the fourteen, fifteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. so. But 14, 15 year olds who only want to go out and take part in reproductive acts <laughs> are not good for an industrial civilization that's, that's where they need those, in a lot of circles. where they need those kids as workers and in school. Mm. So he thought that breakfast cereal would help out industrialization in that way. Wow. And that's how this became breakfast. And Wheaties followed close behind, I guess. Well, but who knew it, about like, all but that then it sugar? Like Fruit Loops <laughs> and Lucky Charms, right? Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, cornflakes and Wheaties and you know, like this stuff is like the, that's the good side of breakfast cereal. And that's what was started to lower sex drive. And now, now it's like lucky charms and cocoa puffs and Frankenberry, you know, it's so, but if we're brought up that that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. then how bad have we been feeling most of our lives and not realizing how bad we were feeling until we were like, Oh, look, if I get up and do some exercise and have a green smoothie for breakfast, Oh, I feel way better than if I you know, woke up and had a bowl of cornflakes, <laughs> maybe with some sugar spooned onto it. 
I got a couple of boxes downstairs I haven't finished to the last year and a half. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, for for decades, a lot of us simply don't feel good and we don't know that. Mm-hmm. And it probably leads to some general grumpiness. But now that I'm running and I'm eating like eggs and vegetables for breakfast and I stopped putting sugar in my coffee. Did you? Didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, when I was first drinking coffee, you know, like a lot of people, I first drank coffee because I wanted the the caffeine kick, Mm -hmm. but I thought coffee tasted awful. So I added milk and sugar. So I was, you know, drinking an extra like few hundred calories worth of sugar a day. So like, we're just running around feeling like garbage and we don't know that we're feeling like garbage because we've just always felt like that. So of course we're cranky. (laughs) Well, I don't normally, uh, I don't, I don't normally feel that as a matter of fact, most of the time I don't actually drink, but you drink like green smoothies for breakfast or you fast for you. And, and you drink your coffee black and you're not, you're not putting all that sugar and garbage into your body. Yeah. And you're like, oh, now I have room to breathe and feel good and feel grateful and not grumpy. And and, and lately it's been like yellow eggs and ham. <laughs> so, so more salt than than you're used to with the ham, but still they're little salt. chunks of ham. Okay, so you're not you're not No, no, I'm not I'm not like, you know, taking out a whole hog. Like a, you're not eating like a ham steak the size of no, no, no. Just those little those little cubes by Hormel, just okay, a yeah. few in there to, just to add a little flavor to it. So that's that's uh, good stuff. I uh, yeah. So that helps you feel. You know, that can help get rid of the grumpies and give you a you know, good shot of of that gratitude. You know, we kind of went off on this. The side food. Round, but what causes gratitude? Good food. Hey, yeah, it's a good start. And you know, Thanksgiving, we like to blame the turkey, the you know, for <laughs> that like post Thanksgiving meal. Yes, uh-huh. but trip. But what else did you? But what else did you eat with that turkey? Did you have a pile of bread stuffing and a pile of you know sugared up? Squash and a, sweet potato a, casserole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's all that extra. It's all the other stuff. You know, the the turkey's probably great for you. That sugar letdown. <laughs> it's all, that, all the other stuff that you ate with it. That it's like, yeah. Oh, did you eat mashed potatoes and and you know candied yams and oh yeah. Know, but don't forget the collard greens. You got some collard greens. So that's something well, yeah, that's potentially healthier. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Or a salad, you know, but. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the sisters cook, really, yeah. that's what's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what do we bring? Yeah, we're bringing the apple pie this year. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I won't be baking that. By the way, Jim. No, no, but, no. And my, but my, my sisters are going to be making sweet potato pie, and <clears throat> and and sweet potato um, 
casserole with the marshmallows on top and mm-hmm. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So now, luckily, I, gotta tell you, I, I don't gotta tell eat you. like I used to because man. Yeah, that that one day a year doing that or two days because you have the same exact meal and Christmas. Those left, the, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't you know, do that anymore. Two days to do that, you just like. <sighs> yeah, most of us are like that. Useless for three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of us are like that all year, except yeah. the one day oh. we're like too sick to eat, and the next day we're like, "Oh, I feel great now." Well, of course you do. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Well, these days. I've but adopted I more of a talk about listening to you talk about sweet potato pie and collard greens. I'm like, I apologize. I'm not a racist, not a racist but my stomach was born black. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could help. You know, I knew there was something that was drawing us together, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your black stomach. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. But um, yeah, it, it Except for Thanksgiving when, you know, it was it was a few years ago when we'd go home and we, we'd eat and then we'd go like, you remember when we used to devour that whole table and we'd get up and nothing was left? Where are we going to put all these leftovers? It's <laughs> like you're still cooking for 25 people. They, they still they still send some of them you back to You can't find a turkey under yeah. homes and yeah. It's crazy. But thank God nobody's brought one of those BJ's cheesecakes, man. <laughs> Holy smoke. Now, if anybody tried to bring anything store-bought to Thanksgiving, forget about it. Well, I don't think anybody in my family actually makes cheesecake, but the sweet potato pie is pretty darn cool. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a pile of desserts and a pile of sides, and it'll all be homemade. And then you'll be running for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I I already I already have plans to explore a trail there that I haven't been on <laughs> for Thanksgiving morning. But well, there you go. Get up at five and you get out the door by six thirty, and you have to have the headlamp to start, and you be out there for three hours, and then come home. And you know, something really weird happened because the other day, or lately. I've been waking up at like 6 a.m. Now, I know you'll say that's due to the time change, but that's an hour earlier than I would have awakened if time hadn't changed. Like, what's up? Are you going to bed earlier? Not generally. But one night I did go to bed at midnight. As opposed to 325 or 410, you know, um, like that like that but no so i don't i don't know i don't well maybe it's just maybe it's just the light maybe it's just the weather i don't know but now here's the really scary part sometimes i actually get up when i wake up so the thought of kelvin being awake at 6 15 and and doing something instead of laying back down or maybe just that's like where did that guy come from? But maybe that's what that's maybe maybe what that's what the next phase of my life is going to be like. Good, yeah. Wake up at six and do something. Yeah, the only <laughs> the only time I don't get up when I wake up is if I wake up at a time that it would be counterproductive to what needs to happen that day for me to do so. Yeah. 
So if, if Sunday night is the night that I try to get to bed early and sleep a little later mm-hmm. into Monday morning because you know, Sunday is a day shift and Monday's a night shift. So if I go to bed Sunday night and I wake up at 3.15 in the morning and I have to be up until 3 o'clock, I need to go back to bed. But if I get up at 6.30, I'm fine. And it's the same every other day. If I'm if I'm up at 7, 7.15 or 5.45 or whatever, I'm like, well, I guess I'm awake. Time to get up. There you go. So I'm getting more at that. But I got a nap on that, but may as well not 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 just nap when I don't need to get up. Yeah. So if I got a nap, but you know, if I need to nap, it's probably because I've been more productive during the morning than I had intended to be, and um, now I don't need to be. And yeah, I mean that's how Europe works, right? Spain and Spain and Italy and Portugal—they all take a siesta after lunch. I've heard stories. Yeah, they. I mean, our circadian rhythms slow down at that hour, and it's just, yeah, the, it's the hottest part of the day usually, weather-wise. You get up and you have your morning, and then you shut down when it's too hot to be productive, and you know, or you, know, you just run out of production, and then you pick back up again in the evening, and you, you know, maybe you stay up a little later, do a little more. Eat a little longer. Yeah. Notice those European those European restaurants when they when you go they they don't rush you out. You start eating and you just keep going till you got room to put it. Sure. We have to go back to Italy for that. <laughs> Never been. So that's another. That's another question. But anyway, so gratitude, thankfulness, Thanksgiving. Happy. We won't even mention Black Friday sales. Just, that takes a lot of the joy out of it. Just <laughs> only if you go, <laughs> or if you have to and, work it. And oh well, there is that. And and since I don't watch television, I don't have to see the commercials, so it's just wonderful. That's right. Yeah, we're in that position too. We get rid of all our. We got rid of our cable provider. So yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, we, don't have, cool. we don't have access to any of that. So just internet, yes. Yeah, which you can choose our, whatever you want. Well, to our do. our cell phone provider provides our internet, mm. and it runs off the five G tower. Sweet. Yeah. There you go. So all but, in all, I, I had somebody complain about Black Friday sales starting on Thanksgiving. I say, you know what? If you don't want your spouse to have to work, you know, if you don't want your spouse or your friends, your family to have to work, look at your purchasing habits. You know, if you're excited to, if you're excited, you know, for Walmart to open at 8 p.m. on on Thanksgiving night, but you don't want your you know loved ones to have to work, well, you got to not, you got to not go. You got to just tell Walmart. You know, I'm not going to buy from you. Don't be open. And you're going <laughs> to put that into practice. And if it stops becoming, you know, if it stops being profitable, they won't do it. But a whole lot of people have to be of like mind. Yeah. Well, I think a whole and, lot of people are upset about their loved ones having to work, but you know, they don't look at why they have to work. Yeah. 
Like if you People can buy. if you can get gas the day before you travel, then yeah, if you're gonna travel on Thursday, gas up on Wednesday. Yeah. And if you're coming home Friday, gas up Friday morning. Don't gas up when you get there Thursday. Gas up Wednesday and Friday, not on Thursday. And that way, you know, fewer gas stations have to be open and all that. Yeah, that all has an effect. Voting with it, voting with your dollar, Supply at least in America, and... is one of the most uh, is one of the most uh, powerful votes you can you can cast. So go. I'm gonna shut my mouth and uh, <laughs> wrap up this episode. Thanks for being here. A big thank you to Kelvin for listening to me go off. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. On these, what on friends these are for rants jkwdpodcast.com for show notes for this and all our other episodes 280 something at this point coming up on yes yeah five and a half years going by anyway and we will see you next time bye bye <laughs>